Welcome to the Health Pulse podcast. I'm Dr. Connor Delaney, the CEO and President of Cleveland Clinic Florida. Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital has grown tremendously from a small community 21 bed facility back in 1932 to currently a nonprofit hospital with 332 beds. The hospital provides exceptional patient-centered evidence-based healthcare. Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital has been recognized as one of Southern Florida's best regional hospitals, according to the US News and World Reports 2021-2022 Best Hospitals Rankings. So it's exciting today to have as my special guest, Dr. Greg Rosencrantz. Dr. Rosencrantz is the president of Indian River Hospital. He earned his undergraduate degree from West Virginia University and his medical degree from Marshall University School of Medicine. He completed his internship and residency training in medicine as chief medical resident at the Charleston Area Medical Center in West Virginia. Dr. Rosencrantz is board certified in internal medicine and prior to accepting the appointment as president of Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital, he served as chairman of the Medicine Institute at the Cleveland Clinic Foundation in Cleveland, Ohio from 2016 to 2018. Greg was instrumental in restructuring the Medi Medicine Institute to Cleveland Clinic Community Care. Community care serves as the medical home for accessible, comprehensive and coordinated care for patients. It includes adult primary care, <clears throat> family medicine, consultative internal medicine, geriatrics, hospital medicine, and infectious diseases. So you can see it's an incredibly broad portfolio that touches many, many lives for the hospitals and regions that we serve. The four care pillars of the Cleveland Clinic Foundation are embedded throughout Dr. Rosencrantz's approach to leadership. These values are evident in his daily care of the patients, caregivers, hospital, and community, and in the conversations he and I regularly have um, about healthcare and how we're trying to make all of our hospitals better. Dr. Rosencrantz and his fellow caregivers have made significant progress this past year in the safety and care of the community by improving many aspects of care throughout the organization. He's going to continue to set high expectations in order to continuously improve quality, safety, and the overall patient experience for the region. Greg, with that introduction, thank you so much for joining me today. So thank you, Connor, and it's a pleasure to be with you here, be with you here today. So Greg, Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital, located in Vero Beach in Florida, has been serving the community for over 88 years. The hospital continues to be recognized as a leader in quality clinical care with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD, colon cancer surgery, heart attack, heart failure, hip replacement and stroke being ranked as high performing specialties within the hospital. It's so nice to have you on the podcast today. Can you start actually, let's not even concentrate on the hospital yet. But maybe you can tell me a little bit about yourself and tell our, our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself and your background and what took you on this journey of leadership. I appreciate your kind words, Connor. Thank you so much. Um, I've been practicing medicine for 30 plus years since 1991. As you mentioned, I graduated from West Virginia University and earned my medical degree from Marshall University School of Medicine. 
Afterwards, I completed my internship and residency in medicine at Charleston Area Medical Center in Charleston, West Virginia, and I served as the chief medical resident. After that, I took on an academic role as a physician, as the director of the West Virginia Poison Center, and as the director of ambulatory services for uh, Charleston Area Medical Center, and then eventually went on to serve as chairman of medicine and the interim dean for the School of Medicine at West Virginia University Charleston Division. In 2014, I joined Cleveland Clinic Weston in internal medicine department as a physician and as the center director for medicine and medicine subspecialties. Um, and I served in that capacity and, and really embraced the clinic's vision at that time. As fate would have it, I applied and was offered a position in Cleveland Clinic, Ohio to serve in a bigger leadership role as the Institute Chair for Internal Medicine and the Medicine Institute for Ohio. Then when the opportunity arose to, to come back to Florida, uh, I thought it was a good match for my skill set, my experience, and my desire to lead an, an overall organization and operation as, as exists here at Cleveland Clinic Indian River. So I currently have been president of Indian River Hospital for a little over three years now, um, having the opportunity really to be part of this amazing team, this amazing organization, and just a tremendous community here in Vero Beach in Indian River County. And this tremendous community of caregivers has really been a humbling experience and a great honor for me. Well, it's great to have seen your, your journey evolve. And um, I, I think, Greg, much, we have a lot in common, I think, but much like me, it's been exciting to be able to see how you work with different groups and larger groups and you realize that you can give back and actually do more for patient care by working with larger and larger teams and trying to impact that. So we have another thing in common, of course, and, and you moved from Florida to Ohio. Uh, I'd been in Ohio for 20 years, but we both decided to trade the, the weather systems in Ohio for, for the sunshine in Florida. Maybe share with listeners the history of Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital, because it's, it's funny how life is and the, and the connections that people and hospitals have, but there's actually a really interesting connection between Indian River Hospital um, and the Cleveland Clinic. There is, Connor, and it's, it is a tremendous connection. As you mentioned, the Cleveland Clinic, the Indian River Hospital started as a small community hospital here in Vero Beach over 88 years ago. It was founded, as you stated, in 1932 by, as a small private institution, uh, by a 29-year-old uh, registered nurse, Garnet Radden, who saw the necessity of a community hospital here. Uh, the nearest hospital at the time was over 70 miles away. Initially, it was at 21 beds. And as you mentioned, you know, the linkage of life and history. In the 1940s, there was a plane crash, um, and Dr. Kreil, who was one of the founders of the Cleveland Clinic, was on that plane. Uh, that crashed about 17 miles west of Vero Beach. He and his wife were fortunately saved and brought and cared for uh, at Indian River Medical Center by Dr. Kohler, who ironically was also one of his residents at Cleveland Clinic in surgery. Uh, through the years, uh, Dr. Kreil and, and Garnet Redine had a relationship. They traded experiences, advice, and there was even some philanthropy from Dr. Kreil towards the hospital. Prior to the acquisition, I don't think anyone was really aware of that, but 
to this day, we had to move the picture of Dr. Kohler down to the boardroom just to remind everyone of the connections that exist between all of us, whether we, we realize it or not. Um, you know, this really, this hospital's growth could only have been accomplished because of the caregivers that have existed here historically. We all stand on the, the shoulder of giants. Um, the clinical expertise technology and what we bring as the clinic will only enhance that. Um, the authenticity of our and compassion and empathy shown by our caregivers and community here is really a tremendous asset. And uh, I enjoy working here every day. Yeah, I think it's a special place. Hospitals obviously closely, closely partner with their communities, something we're aspiring to do even more and more. But that story of how it was founded um, by a nurse so long ago is amazing. You can only imagine the challenges in traveling 70 miles to another hospital back then um, and how, how big a distance that was. But then the, the connection with Dr. Kreil, um, amazing. Fate must have some part in it. So, but the hospitals obviously evolved hugely from that, that initial uh, small foundation, um, and it's become a very impressive medical facility. Maybe describe the facility if I was to drive up to it today. Sure. So we have 12 locations here in Vero Beach and, and throughout Indian River County uh, so that we can provide access to quality health care to everyone uh, in our community. Our main campus consists of eight buildings in addition to the main hospital. We have the Health and Wellness Center, uh, the, the Scully Welch Cancer Center, our Sleep Disorders Center, an Ambulatory Services Center, Vero Radiology, Partners in Women's Health, and our Behavioral Health Center. Our most recent acquisitions include Primary Care of the Treasure Coast and their facility, as well as the Vero Office Building, which we're currently expanding and modifying, uh, and we'll move some of our services there as we grow. It's impressive. And having been to the campus many times now, it really is quite an impressive campus. So you, you talked in it about the, the Scully Welch Cancer Center. So obviously cancer is one of the things that there, but there's, there's much more depth to the specialties that exist in the hospital, as well as the buildings and radiology, but, but subspecialties. And I know I'm certainly excited, as I know you are, about the additional specialties that we're bringing to the area. So maybe you could talk a little bit about the clinical specialties that are being covered at the hospital. Sure. Uh, we offer a variety of, of multidisciplinary services, obviously emergency services, behavioral health, uh, surgical services. We've recently added uh, bariatric surgery, uh, surgical breast oncology, dedicated colorectal surgery. Well, we've added a second uh, cardiovascular surgeon as well as a dedicated uh, thoracic surgeon uh, to our mix. We also provide our, our patients with medical subspecialty services, cardiology. Uh, we've added new procedures here in cardiology, TAVR, MitraClip, as well as the Watchman procedures recently uh, to help patients in our community and care for them here in our community. We, we provide dermatology and Mohs surgery. We've recently uh, added an endocrinologist to our employed group. Uh, and look to expand that service. Internal medicine, family medicine, as you mentioned in the population health realm. GI, we've expanded to eight gastroenterologists and doing procedures here that we've not done historically before. Obstetrics, electrophysiology, orthopedics, hematology, oncology, and others. And, and our website is at ccirh.org uh, 
includes a comprehensive listing of the specialties and services that we offer uh, by our institution and by our institutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so quite a broad portfolio. It's really been interesting to watch over the last few decades, the way medical and surgical subspecialties have evolved. You know, I, I, my initial basic training was as a general surgeon um, before I did a fellowship in colorectal surgery. And I think those are our capabilities as Cleveland Clinic and an enterprise for bringing in those subspecialty trained physicians um, to the hospitals and to the communities that we serve is really exciting because it's not that general surgeons aren't great. Um, I'm one at heart and by training and we've got general medicine and all of those different things. But to have somebody who's got the subspecialty training and the experience with the higher volumes involved really helps us broaden the depth, broaden and deepen, I guess, and the specialties um, that we're offering to the communities. So maybe talk a little bit about how extensive the services are for some of these specialties and, and the depth that exists in, in coverage of the complex conditions that our patients sometimes come in with. Sure, thank you, Connor. And I think it's really important to be able to care for our patients, whether it's a general service or the highly complex care right here in their own communities. And, and that is what we're, we're doing. I think a couple things as we look into neurosciences, we have a dedicated stroke unit and we recently received accreditation as a thrombectomy capable stroke center, which is the second highest decade designation. The comprehensive stroke center is the highest and that's our next goal. But we care for stroke patients here and, and we do it in, uh, with very good metrics and very good outcomes. As I mentioned earlier, uh, advanced cardiac care uh, providing, uh, we've done well over 150 uh, transaortic valve replacements. We've added MitraClip as a non-invasive valve surgery, as well as Watchman procedures here. And so we're servicing patients that previously couldn't get that care here locally and would have to go out of our region to do that. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we're recognized for heart attack care, cardiovascular care, stroke, hip and knee replacement, heart failure, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and our pulmonologists here actually perform uh, endobronchial valves, which is a procedure to help patients that have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And then we are recognized for colorectal surgery here as well. So there's a number of, of items that we have expanded on uh, and offer to patients in our community and our region here along the Treasure Coast that's helped us to, to care for our community and quite frankly, attract patients from the region. And surgical breast oncology is also in addition to that. And Dr. Brian Berkey in head and neck oncology has been an, a tremendous addition uh, to our staff as well as to the region. And I think in addition to the heart and, and neuro specialties that you mentioned, that's really exciting. Um, for me, again, maybe it's my, my colorectal background and having done a lot of colorectal cancer surgery. And, but it's that partnership that we're getting now between these surgical subspecialists, but also the broader recruitment we're doing in medical oncology and that partnership for the you know, pre-surgical care, post-surgical care for everything from head and neck cancers through to colorectal cancers is exciting about what we can offer the community. But so speaking of the community, then maybe tell me a little bit about some supporting community facilities that you have around the hospital that, that help provide care to a more broad population and spread out care. So 
Thank you, Connor. I think, you know, providing the access points to care throughout our communities, as well as an ease of access and use of our services. We have a number of facilities that are scattered throughout uh, Indian River County uh, to provide access to our world-class care. Uh, the first of which uh, is in the west area of Indian River County. It's, it is uh, Point West Primary Care and Urgent Care. It's located on State Route 60 in the Point West community. We have the Sebastian uh, Primary Care and Urgent Care Center, which is located at North County in Sebastian in Indian River County. And then we have the Oslo Road facility, which is uh, being expanded. And it is in the Southern part of the county that borders with Northern St. Lucie County. So we have all of the, the regions of the county covered and we are looking as we grow to provide additional services as well as expanded uh, services uh, in those areas. That's great. And that really helps us bring the care into the communities. So I know you've had an incredible list of physicians recently join your team. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about some of them and the services they'll provide? Surely. Um, first and foremost is Dr. Anastasia Tasimus. She's a, a nationally known breast surgeon, breast surgical oncologist. Uh, she recently joined us providing breast oncology surgical services, as well as providing leadership and directing our Scully Welch Cancer Center. In addition, Brian Berkey, who provides uh, otolaryngology services and treats highly complex head and neck cancers at our cancer center has joined us. He's incredibly busy and I am happy to report that we have also recruited a partner for him to join us later this year. We have Dr. Mariano Brizio, who provides advanced cardiothoracic surgery um, for our communities and will be adding an additional uh, cardiovascular surgeon and thoracic surgeon, as mentioned previously. In addition, uh, Dr. Hani Maserati, uh, colorectal surgeon who's dedicated to that specialty, has joined us and is actively on staff. And Dr. Jake Petrosky, who's a bariatric and general surgeon, has joined us and has really hit the ground running. These are really just a few of our tremendously extraordinary medical staff that have joined us. I couldn't be happier to have them here. It's certainly providing an additional level of care and expertise for our community um, in a complete physician directory. Uh, again, the number is too, too many to name in this podcast, but a complete list is, is available at uh, ccirh.org. Great. Thank you, Greg. Um, but medicine's a team game, obviously. So and, and we're living through a pretty complex time in medicine. So maybe tell me a little bit more about the, the caregivers on the team and the culture at Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital. Yeah, I think it's really important. And I, I, I tell stories and, and I, I will tell a brief one. And, you know, when I first took the job of president of the hospital, my children said, well, what does a hospital president do? And it's multifaceted, obviously, as we all know. But culture is a big part of that. And despite the immense challenges of, of COVID and that COVID has presented, our caregivers in our hospital, they've really stepped up and risen to the occasion with each and every surge. And over the past two years, the care and the caring that, that they have provided has been just tremendous. And I couldn't be prouder of them. I couldn't be prouder of who they are and what they do every day for, for our patients and for our community. Um, 
this is an amazing community and it's very easy to understand once you live here. Uh, they're passionate about health, they're passionate about wellness, and our caregivers and members of the community are ambassadors uh, for us here, and, and we're appreciative of that. Patients are always our top priority and our caregivers' top priority, and we ensure the needs are really always met on a daily basis. It's the little things that, that mean, mean a difference to our patients and to their families. Um, to maintain this hospital, to improve our patient experience uh, at the highest level and care and excellence, it really takes a culture. It's, it's every day. It is every day. It's everything we do as an organization. And our caregivers really embody who we are. And an organization isn't bricks and mortar. It is the people. And, you know, we strive every day to embody what it means to have the values and to align with the four pillars of Cleveland Clinic, uh, patients, caregivers, organization, and community. And it's what we strive to do every day. Uh, well, well said. And I, I think just to highlight the community side of it, as we talked about earlier on, when Cleveland Clinic Indian River was founded as a, a small hospital, hospitals have to partner with their communities. And I know you and your team are doing a huge amount of work and um, partnering with the community around many many different perspectives and and as an organization we're doing a lot trying to invest in the hospital infrastructure and you've heard about the people and the specialists and everything else so i'm i'm incredibly excited about um the direction it's going the people we're bringing in and, and the quality of care that we're we're continuing to uh, provide improve increase and get to more people in the whole area so thank you for all your effort and, and leadership in that greg so caring for life researching for health and educating those who serve. That's our mission as Cleveland Clinic. It's a very clear mission and we've got a very strong value system uh, on which the mission is founded. Uh, and this is really a great framework um, to the structure of our organization's culture. Um, we're consistently regarded as one of the top hospital systems in the United States and worldwide. And I think you can see how proud Dr. Rosencrantz and I are to be part of this team. Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital provides world-class care while continuing to implement our values to caregivers, patients, and the community. I want to thank you, Greg, for your time today and for this great insight uh, that you've provided into Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital. To our listeners, to learn more about Cleveland Clinic Indian River Hospital, as you heard Dr. Rosencrantz mention, please visit ccirh.org. And please join me next time on our next episode of the Health Pulse podcast.